If you're listening right now, I might sound a little bit different. And if you're watching, it might look a little bit different. And that's because we're in a temporary location while we have some work done on the podcast studio. So bear with us and we'll be hopefully in our new home, uh, at least by the first of the year. For the New York State AFL-CIO, I'm Darcy Wells, and this is Union Strong. I'm proud. I'm proud. I am proud. I'm proud to be Union Strong. To be Union Strong. Be Union Strong. Be Union Strong. I'm a teacher, and I'm Union Strong. I wouldn't have it any other way. There's been a recent surge in union activity all across the country as more workers decide to join a union and more workers are speaking up for better wages and better working conditions. Also, more workers are making the difficult decision to strike in order to achieve those goals. And workers are winning. Support for unions is the highest it's been in decades. And unionized workers are making huge gains with improved wages and improved conditions at the workplace. On this podcast, we're taking a closer look at union activity in the western region of New York State, where unionization has been on the rise. And it's also the home of the first unionized Starbucks that set into motion a wave of unionization at Starbucks stores across the country. My guest is the president of the Western New York Area Labor Federation, Peter DeJesus. Peter, thank you for joining me on the Union Strong podcast. Happy to be here with you today, Darcy. Thank you. So I wanted to start just by asking you a little bit about what region you represent. When we talk about Western New York, what region of the state does that include? Yeah, so the Western New York Area Labor Federation encompasses six counties. Uh, those counties are Erie County, Niagara County, Orleans, Chautauqua, Cattaraugus, and Allegheny. Uh, so those counties as a whole, uh, there's about 140,000 unions that fall within the purview of those counties, uh, representing about 145,000 union members and retirees. And then, you know, where we're often talking and explaining to people who we are as a state federation, for those who don't know, um, we are talking about two and a half million union members in the public sector, private sector, and building trades, as you know. And we often say, you know, it's all across the state from Brooklyn to Buffalo. So you're on that western very edge. Um, I think sometimes when people talk about or think about Buffalo, they naturally think of your brutal winters, your weather out there. Describe for us that region of the state. Um, you know, what is it like as far as the feeling of unions? Just give us a, kind of the landscape of what Buffalo's like. Yeah, so, I mean, it, it's true in Buffalo, we do get a little bit of snow. Uh, that's just <laughs> the reality, uh, you know, but, but Buffalo is, is, is a beautiful place. It, it has this urban rural contrast, uh, a long standing progressive history, right? Where we talk about, you know, the, the Tesla factory, the suffrage movement, Frederick Douglass, the Underground Railroad. Uh, we have a long-standing history of traditional industrial unions, right, that are now kind of transitioning to service and new manufacturing. But Buffalo has a very close-knit feeling, um, you know, and I believe that urban and rural contrast that we have gives us a perspective that sometimes is, is often overlooked uh, in, in our line of work. So, uh, you know, it is a city of good neighbors. Uh, again, as you say, we are in the westernmost point. So, you know, I can, you know, look out my backyard and see Canada. So it, it is beautiful. Uh, you know, we celebrate seasons around here. We we embrace winter, though it does stay a little too long. Um, you know, we embrace all the seasons around here. And I mentioned at the beginning of the program that um, you've seen an uptick in unionization there in your region. Um, what do you what do you attribute that to? What's going on out in the Buffalo region? Yes, so absolutely. There has absolutely been an uptick here in Western New York. You know, we're one of few locations in the U.S. with a rising unionization. Uh, in the service, mainly in the service and healthcare sector. 
Um, you know, we're approximately about 24% union density uh, compared to 20% in New York State uh, and 11% nationwide. Uh, and I think that's attributed to the, you know, to the intentionality to which we've kind of built the relationships uh, uh, here in Western New York and the foundation to which this organization has been created on. Like I said, we have a long history of, of traditional manufacturing, right, trade unions. Uh, you think of the old Bethlehem Steels of the world, uh, you know, the DuPonts, the General Motors, the Fords, they are all located here. Uh, so there is a solid foundation to which, you know, this organizing is happening. Uh, you know, and, and we're seeing, uh, you know, when we talk about, well, who are these workers that are, are unionizing now, right? We're seeing kind of the the, the fruits of that intentional uh, relationship building across sectors, right? Um, and it's paying dividend. We're seeing, you know, these younger workers that are coming to the non-traditional sectors, such as the coffee, you know, the Starbucks, and see, which is not, it's, it's not a fluke, right? I think we all have to remember that, you know, the, the, the premise of the Starbucks organizing was actually a smaller shop called Spot Coffee here locally. Uh, that was the test run to which this whole Starbucks campaign has been built on. Um, you know, and, and you know, we, we take pride here in Western New York and, and those, uh, those historic relationships that we have, those, um, historic unions that we had, the traditional blue bloods, I call them, that rep you know, the steel workers, uh, things like that, that represented, you know, uh, the folks at the steel mill. So this is a traditional uh, manufacturing town uh, with, a, with a long history. And you see a lot of um, solidarity, too, when you do have actions, right, whether it's Starbucks or I know yes. there were healthcare workers not too long <clears throat> ago. Um, talk to me about that. I mean, do you, you must really pull from the community and obviously other unions. Yeah. Absolutely, 100%. Uh, I think it's something that we actually pride ourselves on here in Western New York. Um, and, and I think this is all, you know, th this this activism, this inclusion, the solidarity that we see here is, uh, it's intentional. It's, it's intentional because of the foundational relationships that we have built uh, here in Western New York across sectors, uh, you know, across unions. Uh, I think we have a true sense of, you know, this, this movement as a whole, is, is, it's not about, you know, me or I, the individual, it is about we, us. Uh, the movement, uh, you know, and we take a very uh, intentional approach in rooting all our work in service, you know, serving the communities, uh, both non, uh, both union and non-union, including the children and young people before they enter the workforce, right? So in everything that we do, we take into consideration, you know, our, our community, uh, because we have a full understanding that our members, uh, our, our union members, our brothers and sisters, our siblings uh, across this region, um, you know, a part of their, their community, they're, they're woven. You cannot separate them from their community. So therefore, when we uh, move forward, we have to be intentional in understanding that and, and, and making sure that we're addressing that and hearing those issues. So it is something that we have, uh, again, intentionally developed. Uh, you know, we are not, we don't shy away from conversations, uh, you know, with, with, you know, organizations, uh, community allies, whatever it may be that don't necessarily agree with what we might be doing or be on the same page. Uh, we want to make sure that we continue to have this conversation so that there's a clear understanding of where we're at and where they're at. Uh, because though we might not agree on one singular issue, there's going to be 32 to 40 other issues that come behind it that we could potentially collaborate on, right? So we don't want to close those doors here in Western New York. We try to keep those doors open and lines of communication to ensure that uh, when there's a need, uh, whether it is from uh, the union side or if it's the community side, that we have the ability to communicate uh, effectively and, and to support each other. Because as this region goes, we're all go. And how long have you been the president now there, out there in Western New York? I've been the president for uh, a little over two years now. It feels like an eternity, but uh, <laughs> a lot going uh, on. It, 
Yeah. And you're also you're a member of, are you 1199 SEIU? I am a member of 1199 SEIU. I am their political coordinator for the Buffalo region. So talk to me a little bit about your own personal story. Here you are um, a union leader now, um, but what, how did you get here and how did you get um, in uh, to be a union member yourself? Yeah, so, you know, I, I, I was lucky that I had, you know, family uh, and, and friends who were actively involved with the new units. You know, I have, uh, I come from a family of public servants, uh, so I un- always understood uh, the value uh, of union. Uh, you know, it was something for me that was talked about at, at the dinner table. You know, I remember as a, as a young child going to union meetings, uh, you know, and, and, you know, my, my mother, my grandfather uh, and all the, you know, my, my family always preach uh, about unions. And so as a 19 year old kid, I was lucky to, you know, uh, become a UAW member at one of the general motor plants here uh, to where I, you know, began to slowly get involved in things like their uh, diversity uh, and inclusion uh, that they had going on in, inside the facility as their United Way campaign chair. Um, you know, I ran for a couple of union positions with the UAW. It was unsuccessful, but still ran nonetheless. Um, and then right around the economic downturn in 09, uh, that was facing the automotive industry. I left the automotive industry and uh, became a United Steelworker um, at uh, one of their specialty metal plants here in Lockport, New York. So it is, it, it's, it's with the steelworkers to where I really cut my teeth and learned how to become a, a union uh, leader, a union activist, uh, you know, doing a number of things with them politically, being part of their political and legislative process, um, you know, co-chairing their, their next gen, which is their young worker movement, um, you know, and, and really seeing, you know, across this Northeast uh, region that the, you know, that the District 4 of the United States Workers here covers, uh, the effect uh, that, that we can have on, on, on workers' lives, uh, not only our members, but their families. Uh, so, you know, I, I've been blessed uh, to have a number of opportunities and to have people um, who have opened doors for me and who have created, uh, you know, spaces uh, for me to, to learn because and, and, it hasn't always been a smooth ride. Uh, there have been mistakes along the way, but I think that that's part of your development, right, is that you're going to learn so much more uh, and, and those lessons than you ever will in, in your wins, per se. So, um, you know, people don't become leaders by accident. Uh, you know, my, my mentor, uh, the previous president of the Western New York Area Labor Federation, Richard Lipsitz, uh, gave me an opportunity uh, as a young staffer coming out of the factory to work as his field coordinator with the ELF. Um, and, and, you know, with, through that opportunity, I began to develop, you know, relationships not only with the union leaders and principal officers, but with the rank and file members, with the community members here. Uh, that, you know, that I credit to, you know, me being able to uh, be the president of the Federation today. So it's a long journey, uh, you know, with ups and downs. Um, but, you know, I, I wouldn't trade it for anything. I, I really enjoy and love what I do. I think, you know, it, it's um, it, it's because of a lot of people that I'm here today. And, you know, that's something that I I never forget. You know, people put uh, people place value on other people as they come through their their, their leadership cycles. And, you know, I think that's something that we always have to remember. Well, we're very fortunate to have you out there in Western New York. We appreciate you and all the work that you do. Um, I'd just like to um, also talk about some activities that are happening out in your region and all across the state, um, a campaign that we have kicked off, Hot Union Summer. And um, talk to me a little bit about that, if people haven't heard yet, um, and what you guys are doing right out there in your region. Yeah, absolutely. So the Hot Union Summer is definitely something that we've been waiting for for a long time. I think as, as we continue to have conversations around how do we engage our members, 
uh, not just necessarily in, in a political cycle, but year round, uh, right? To make sure that we're actively, uh, you know, involving them in the day-to-day -day processes. Uh, you know, Hot Union Summer is an opportunity for us to listen uh, to our members, uh, to, to hear their concerns, their issues, what they're facing, uh, so that we have a better understanding uh, moving forward, right? So that we can actively engage them. This is, you know, this is something, I, I, like I stated earlier, that, that is long overdue. Uh, many times, you know, our relationships with our members tends to be transactional. Uh, th this is not. Uh, this is us just simply knocking on a door and, hey, how are you doing, right? Asking those, those questions of, you know, what, what are the issues that you're facing? Uh, you know, and, and, and this, I think, uh, will only strengthen us because I believe at, at our best, when we were at our best at his movement, is when we actually took on the issues that our members, you know, were, were concerned over uh, that don't necessarily always fall within the confines of a collective bargaining agreement, right? Uh, so, you know, we, we are going door to door here uh, in Western New York, uh, you know, talking to our, our siblings, uh, talking to their families around their issues of importance, right? And making sure that, that we understand what it is uh, that they're up against, right? And that they know that, you know, for good and bad, that we're there, we, we have their back and we'll continue to have their back. Uh, you know, we, we are, we're rolling out this campaign in a number of ways, traditional ways, right? Knocking on doors, those type of things, making phone calls. Uh, but we're also focusing on increasing kind of our digital organizing, right? Getting creative with our, message, our methods of outreach, mm -hmm. uh, you know, expanding our platforms, making sure that we're reaching our members where they're, where they're at. Right, uh, making sure that uh, they know that you know things are happening, that the information is easily available to them. Um, so it, it's it's definitely going to be a hot union summer. We are we are so looking forward to it. Like I said, this is something that is long overdue. Um, you know, but uh, stay tuned. Uh, you know, we'll we'll be on the door near you here in West New York very soon. Well, enjoy the hot union summer because, as we mentioned in Buffalo, it's going to turn all of a sudden, and you're going to be uh, missing this <laughs> warm weather as you're in your Don't bring it winter. too soon, Darcy. Don't okay. bring it here too soon. Well, Peter, thank you very much for taking the time. We really appreciate it. Uh, Peter DeJesus, the president of the Western New York Area Labor Federation. Thank you very much. Thank you, Darcy. Joining me on the podcast is our communications and campaigns coordinator, Liz O'Neill. Hi, Liz. Hi, Darcy. And welcome to our temporary home. Good to be here. Um, so Peter was talking about Hot Union Summer, and I know you're very directly involved in that. You have been from the beginning and the planning and the executing. So tell us a little bit more about it, because it's happening all across the state. Sure thing. So, you know, in the union movement, when we're on the same page and we are, are all are working toward the same goals, um, we can be more effective. And it's really important that we know what's most important to our members. So we put together this Hot Union Summer survey to find out what the priorities are for our members. And... We've got the ALS and the CLCs all around the state knocking on doors, having conversations with members. We've got the survey up on our website, so if we don't reach you at the doors, you can go ahead and take the survey on our website. Um, it's the top hero image on the site right now, and we'll also put the link in the show notes where you can both take the survey and sign up for walks, so you can talk to union members in your neighborhood also about what's important to them and help us get stronger as a movement. Okay, great. And then also we've got another event coming up uh, this time with the New York Mets at September 2nd. That's a night game, 7 o'clock on a Saturday night, and people can get tickets yeah, it's going to be a lot of fun. There's tickets on our website. It's on our events calendar. Um, they come with a free T-shirt. Um, members of you know who uh, and their families and friends who get tickets through our link will be able to join us down on the warning track before the game. Um, it's always a good time. Yes, it is definitely. Um, all right. Well, Liz, thank you very much. Thanks, Darcy.
This has been a production of the New York State AFL-CIO. Our president is Mario Salento. Our secretary treasurer is Terry Melvin. We're a federation of 3,000 unions representing 2.5 million union members, retirees, and their families with one goal, to raise the standard of living and quality of life of all working people. We keep New York State unions strong by fighting for better wages, better benefits, and better working conditions. For more information on the labor movement in New York, visit nysaflcio.org. Until next time, stay union and stay strong.